mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, it's Candice. And Kayla. And we are Directionally Challenged. Yep, we thought we would have it all figured out by the time we're in our 30s. But we don't. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. And you know, I have to say there is something about the holidays that truly reminds us that it's okay to not have it all figured out, that you're great right where you are, and it's such a nice time to be with the ones we love and snuggle up and watch our favorite movies and listen to our favorite music. And there is a special movie coming out this season that we are so excited to highlight with you guys. Candice, do you want to talk to us about what movie's coming out this season? <laughs> yes, um, I'm so excited. I know we talked about uh, a little bit earlier this year on the podcast. There were a few episodes I wasn't a part of and I was like, oh, I'm gone working. Well, this is what I was working on. It is Reba McIntyre's Christmas in Tune. It is airing on Lifetime. It is a Lifetime Christmas movie. Oh, my goodness. What else feels like a big sweater hug and drinks like a warm, hot cup of cocoa? Um, not only a Christmas Lifetime movie, but with Reba McIntyre. 
And it just aired on the 26th of November. So if you had a lovely Thanksgiving and maybe watched a movie with your family, maybe you saw it on the Lifetime Network. If you didn't, it's out now and you can watch it. And it was such a delight to film. And it's uh, such a delight to be able to sit down and finally talk about it today. I know. We can't wait to review it. I felt so special. We got a link and we got to watch it um, before it came on air. And it was just so fun as your friend to see you in it. So today we are sitting down with Megan Gailey. She and her co-host, Naomi Ekparagan, every week sit down to recap a different Lifetime movie beat by beat, going through every gripping, outrageous plot twist with the help of special guests from the films themselves, <clears throat> Candace today, and the entertainment world at large. The hosts break down just what makes a Lifetime movie so instantly iconic and seek advice from their new Lifetime pals on how they can nab a starring role for themselves someday. Candace, maybe you can help Megan in that regard. But Lifetime movies should be enjoyed in the company of your best friends and Naomi and Megan and Candace and I this episode have got you guys covered. So without further ado, let's talk Reba McIntyre's Christmas in Tune with our guest, Megan Gailey. And we're here with Megan Gailey. Thank you so much for joining us. Kayla and I had so much fun on your podcast talking about Lifetime movie. It was love, pray, Slay? What was it? Love, oh, yes. love, pray, sway, eat, eat pray, eat, 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 pray, slay. slay. About, an, about the emo teen vampire. Yes. 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 So, I mean, yeah, the Lifetime movies, they run the gamut of <laughs> teen vampires to now getting into the holiday season. I and it's know. like, it's so fun. I mean, I don't, I don't know how far ahead we are, but like, I truly, when today's calendar flip happened, I was like... I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> I'm I, like ho- home alone. Things are ordered for my house. I saw yes. a Santa out last night. I'm like, yes, I, this is, I got my red on already. I know. I was just going to say Candace has cute red lips. You've got your red shirt on. We are in the holiday spirit over here, even though we're recording this on November 1st. But we're in. I, I, yes, I think I'm that bad person that like, because I don't know what No, I don't know what Thanksgiving decorations are. You know, like I know it's like pilgrims and you can still have the autumnal sort of pumpkins and things out, but it doesn't, it's not a decoration friendly holiday. So it only makes sense that you go cobwebs into mistletoe to me, to me. Well, I think we're all learning, like maybe looking at the history of like, yeah, the Thanksgiving decorum of what would have been when we were children versus now it just maybe looks a little bit different while wanting to stick more to an optimal what is that word you just used it's fantastic and i don't think anyone can pronounce it correctly (laughs) i don't even now that you're asking me i'm like i don't think i can say it again (laughs) autumnal autumnal no i can't do it just um rewind dub it back and then be like yep you nailed it (laughs) well i'm gonna delay uh talking about the movie a little bit more because i also want to say congratulations i just checked out your instagram and you have a very exciting 2020 ahead um you are with child, as one would I say. I am. I am. And this is my second day of wearing maternity pants. <gasps> and yes. I don't actually think I need to be in them yet, but they are so comfortable <laughs> that I don't think I'm going to go back. Like, I think I may be maternity pants gal till like the retirement home. Like, these are 
good. And they make them so well now where it really looks like a normal pair of pants. So my question yeah. is, why don't we just always wear them all the time? There's really no yes. reason. Can maternity pants uh, just be normal pants now? <laughs> Yeah, like Halloween was the first day I was wearing them. And I'm like, yeah, no, these are the perfect Halloween pant. Because it's like I went, to, I kept going to all these kids' parties and there's not just candy, but then there were breakfast tacos and dips and cupcakes. Ooh. And I'm like, I can't imagine being here not in these maternity pants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm getting, and I'm so happy that I'll be in my second and third trimester in the winter months. So it can be lots of layers and um, sort of hiding behind grocery bags like I'm in a sitcom, you know? Well, and let's uh, be but... real. Like, the truth is, is the best holiday food is over those months. And so you're going to yeah. be consuming anyways, and you're feeding for two now, so you could just have more of everything you enjoy. Yeah, I, I ate right before I got on, and I'm going to eat right after I get off. And we're having a little boy, so if <gasps> either of you have any hashtag boy mom tips, I know <laughs> it's going to be a lot of... Balls flying at my head, not clueless intended, but like, I just like imagine a wiffle ball bat hitting me for the rest of my life, but... I'm We're ready, both I girl think. moms, so oh, we God. have no idea. <laughs> I know, but zero we can, idea. We can definitely get them, you know, dating when we're older, and we can have lots okay, of fun great. together. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, dating <but> we, friends. <laughs> but I love your reference about like balls flying everywhere because I do yeah. think that's actually something that. Um, mom's experience. Uh, Candace and I have yet to experience that, but we will let you know if and when that happens. Girls tend to be climbers. I feel like every little girl I know loves to like climb to the top of a bookcase they're not supposed to. And so they're they're adventurers, you know, they're like our pilgrims. And then boys are, oh boy, they're, they seem rambunctious. A lot of energy, a lot of energy. I'm, I'm going to yeah. get us back on track here, ladies, because the truth is we could stall and not talk about what we're here to talk about for a long time. And Megan, we loved being on your podcast and going through every gripping, outrageous plot twist of the movie that we reviewed with you guys. And today we're going to do that for Reba McIntyre's Christmas in Tune. Woo-woo! And the premise of this movie is years after their personal and professional breakup, the singing duo of Georgia and Joe Winter agree to reunite after their daughter, Candace King, asks them to participate in a Christmas concert only to find themselves getting back in tune on stage and off. Ooh, steamy. I I feel the sparks already. (laughs) I am so honored to be here with one of the stars of the new Lifetime movie. Um, Candace, you have to tell us. I mean, let's be honest here. It's Reba. It's Candace. It's Christmas. It's yeah. music. I mean, what else do you want in a movie? Um, Mel, our producer, Mel, I'm waiting for like the clap and applause to come in. Is there a button for that or no? Okay. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. Is it coming? It was really just a joke that is now falling flat. <laughs> Obviously, this is there it is. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, is. I am popping my lifetime movie cherry with a just delightful Christmas movie. And yeah, Reba McIntyre, who else wouldn't jump at the chance to like work amongst you know country royalty? Uh, mm-hmm. and I got to be lucky enough to play her daughter and John Schneider of Dukes of Hazard fame. So it was uh it was pretty awesome like to go in and and have like the coolest parents ever and they were both singing. 
Like I got to be yeah. in a room with Reba McIntyre singing. And to do your first Lifetime movie is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have to run away from a neighbor slash husband. Like didn't. you got to dive right into <laughs> the happiest time of the year, which is so, so exciting. I didn't what have to steal you- any babies. No, I didn't have exactly. to like, yeah, catch anyone in the act. I'm always so fascinated about the Christmas turnaround. What months did you guys film this in? We filmed this in May. So okay, it was so about Christmas three and a half, four weeks in May. And we filmed right here in Nashville. And so at the time, my husband and I were talking about actually moving to Nashville. And um, first of all, we were like, well, we're never going to find a house that quickly. And then mm-hmm. second of all, we're like, we just need a sign. You know, we just need a sign. So um, when this be- when I became aware of this project, literally within the same you know week, uh, I got the call that this project was a go and I was yeah. fortunate enough to be a part of it. And then also my husband found a house here. So we were wow. just like, oh so my that's, gosh, that's a Nashville. big sign. It was yeah. a big sign. Um, so it was my first time working uh, post-pregnancy, um, you know, in the pandemic yeah. and also in our new city that we live in. And I really got to explore just really cool elements of the city because of the movie and because, you know, Reba was... It's, it's royalty. It's royalty. <laughs> it's national royalty. Yeah. It's so funny because, you know, they always say never work with your heroes. And we talk about that all the time. Candace and I have this thing of like, it's, you know, it's just better to not meet your heroes, not work with them. It's better that way. But I have a feeling, and Candace, you back me up here, um, that Maybe it's different with Reba. Of course. I I still feel like, you know, I'm still me and I don't know how to put full sentences together. And usually my foot up ends up in my mouth um, and I trip over something and make a complete fool of myself. I don't think I did that terribly this time. Um, But uh, but she couldn't have been more welcoming. She's everything and and more that I would, um, you know, being around just created, you know, I think who like obviously... This is her film. She sets the tone and it was just such a joy. She just made the whole experience easy. Um, Everyone was so friendly and it just was just so easy. It was long days, but it didn't feel that long because, you know, Reba set such a wonderful tone on this project and and such a cheerful tone for Christmas. Yeah. Well, and like Reba is obviously music royalty, but she's also a very accomplished actress. Like Mm -hmm. I loved the Reba sitcom and I feel like the internet has been talking a lot about it lately. I've seen it on Twitter a bunch. And then obviously I love corn dogs and there's all of these (laughs) photos of Reba on private planes eating corn dogs. And so people (laughs) send it to me all the time. And I, and like Reba kind of looks like my mom too. And so I'm like, Oh my God, like, here, I'll show you a picture of my mom and you tell me that's kind oh, of a Reba vibe. That she is definitely has Reba vibes vibe. for sure. <laughs> so like Reba has such a soft spot in my heart that like she feels like Christmas, you know, even, even because it's the red hair, you know, it feels like, oh, if Mrs. Claus was like sexy, it would be Reba. <laughs> I will say throughout this movie, I was wildly impressed with her outfits. When you said yes. the word sexy, it just reminded me. I mean, a few of her performance outfits, I am so impressed that yeah. um, anyone with her experience can throw something on like that. After she has had been here for so long and had so many fantastic outfits, she still ceases to amaze me. One of those dresses, the back 
goes all the way down. And yeah. I mean, it is backless and it is sexy. The green number, the green the number, green at the number. End, I was like, I want that. Like, I'm yes. like, that's not even like Reba looks good in that, but like, I want to shimmy around. It sort of had like Tina Turner, um, like strings hanging. To, oh yeah. Reba looked great in her hair. And I love that the beginning of the movie is just sort of your parents being like, you look beautiful like they both see you and so it's like whether they whether that was written in because they were like this lady just had a baby okay let's pump her up or it's just like that's how parents act they really were giving you their blonde beauty a lot of love um those were the rewrites i demanded okay um i was like guys i need them to tell me how beautiful i am at least once every act (laughs) every act the one thing I love about these movies too are the names. The names are uh-huh. so key. I mean, their last name's Winter. I yeah. love it so much. Candace, your character's name is Bell, like the Christmas Bell, and it all is so intertwined. And the lyrics, the thing that really struck me about this movie in particular is there's so much music in it. And yes. I know it's Reba and I know it's called Christmas in Tune, but there is so much music in it and it really is so fun. It really takes you there instantly and it feels oh, like it's already Christmas time. Original music. Original like, music. I- Whenever you think you've heard every Christmas song, and and I think country stars do this amazing. I love Casey Musgraves, Kristen Christmas music, Kelly Clarkson. Like they come out with these Christmas specials that are so exciting, and, and Reba obviously too. But I'm like, damn, I guess there's a lot of Christmas music I didn't even know about. So they just are like people are just able to continue to write Christmas music, and it just yeah. amazes me. There's always another mm-hmm. like element of the holiday to to write about. Um, but that's what I thought was so sweet too is. First of all, just they obviously didn't have all the songs written out in the script. And so then I was excited to hear them in person and live and and knowing that like two very talented musicians would be, you know, singing and performing these songs. You know, they both are the vocalist and mm-hmm. John's really playing the guitar. And yeah, and that's so amazing. it was fun. It was fun to I be able to watch. I didn't realize that he sang live as well. I mean, obviously you assume Reba's singing in, in mm-hmm. the movie, but uh, while I was watching it, I wasn't sure if he was singing or not. And I was impressed either way. I thought he, either him mouthing the lyrics, I was wildly impressed because it looked so realistic, but then also him singing the voice, his voice is fantastic. I had no idea that he was also a musician. So really well cast. They did such a good job. Their chemistry is amazing. I just kept writing as I was watching this chemistry. <laughs> We'd call him a silver fox hunk. Oh, wow. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, is that the Lifetime podcast? Like, authority, like, official word? That's like my own personal. That's okay. my own personal <laughs> thing yes. that I like to. My dad calls himself a silver fox. And I'm like, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, he thinks he looks just like the man from CSI. And I'm like, one person <laughs> on a plane told you that. You were William Peterson and now you're running with it. But but this is yes, like John could be in in other Lifetime movies as just like a hunky traitor of some sort. (laughs) And Duke, the guy who played Duke was just in The Five Bloods, which as I was watching it, I was like, he looks so familiar to me. And it was one of like, gosh, the most impactful movies of the last year, Oscar nominated. And um, Norm Lewis, I think Mm -hmm. is his name. And he seemed 
just the whole cr- Troy. Oh my God. Let's talk about a hunk. I don't know if I'm getting <laughs> ahead of myself. You know, no, just you're not. Going down all the list of hunks in it. I'm when this episode, just side note, this episode does come out after it's aired. So we can like okay, people, hopefully okay. we'll have like watched it. Yeah. Oh, we're getting everybody all horned up for getting it. Everyone all <laughs> into it. I know. Candace, your co-star Justin David plays Troy, wow. the soldier who um you end up falling in love for. And it's so cute. And what I love so much about the story is that you see um Reba and John's character falling back in love by witnessing young love. And it's really Mm -hmm. lovely. So there's this parallel between Candace and Justin and Reba and John all falling in love together. And it's it's really a movie for all generations because you can relate to the young love or you can relate to rekindling the older love. And it's just it's just really beautiful. And it kind of covers all spectrums. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, 
and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. And we're back. Well, Candace, talk to us. What was it like? Are there any fun stories or funny, funny things that happened on set? I mean, that's all anyone ever wants to know about. I think um, before. So we, before we got on mic, we were kind of like talking about the fact that obviously it's November 1st. Like, do we are we into the fact that everything is Christmassy? Do we like that there are trees at the mall? Do we like that Mariah Carey's song is already like climbing the charts um, to put some more dollars in our wallet? Which, yes, I love that. Get it, uh-huh. Mariah. Get uh-huh. it. Um, but I, for me, I just was so thrilled to, like, to sit down and read just something that just felt like a yummy, warm cup of tea or hot cocoa or apple cider. And, you know, last year was obviously, <laughs> you know, a difficult year for many. And <laughs> I think everyone found comfort to a certain extent. Um in, you know, whether it's Netflix or Lifetime in different forms of entertainment, um, because we live in a different world still. And um, so being able to go to work on a set where everything is like Christmas lights and mm. Christmas trees and um, and they're singing original Christmas music and, you know, everyone's just falling in love. It, it's just it was a nice environment to work in. And it's like, I I love watching those just like really yummy, cozy, tasty holiday movies that just like feeds mm-hmm. your soul. And, mm-hmm. um, and so it was fun to actually be a part of one. Uh, I learned a lot about Christmas movies. Holy moly. Like they're machines. <gasps> it's yeah. wild. So are there like ingredients they have to have? Oh yeah. It's all about like, you need a tree. There's trees, yeah. wreaths, and lights. And if there's ever any, like, every single shot has Christmas in it. And you don't mm-hmm. think about that when you're watching the movie. You're like, wow, that's a, like, it just seems like a dreamscape of, of decorations. Paula Hart produced this as, along with her daughter, Melissa Joan Hart. They produced the oh. film. Uh, their production company did. And it was so fascinating to learn about, like, you know, the fact that, that yeah, they have, like, all these decorations that they keep for all these movies that gets used mm-hmm. because... It's like always Christmas and even like the sweaters and the scarves. And yeah, so the styling. Every, you yes. were in red or green. Georgia yes. was in red or green. Yeah, I was really curious. Obviously, Georgia's home, her country home is so beautiful. And I, I know enough so now beautiful. about movies that the exteriors are not that. But what was the what was that interior? Because Naomi and I talk a lot about like lifetime kitchen porn and you see these kitchens and you're just like, oh, my God. And some are better than others. But this is maybe 
this is top three lifetime kitchens I've ever seen. And I just want to know, does Kristen Cavallari own it? Like, where is that in Nashville? <laughs> yeah, this was like a Nancy Myers kitchen. Like, yes. I could not get enough of it. Um, it's a real kitchen at a real house. Everything Ugh. was on location. Nothing was a soundstage, um, which was really cool. Um, so even, you know, as we kind of open the film, the kind of the first time we're at least seeing, you know, Belle and uh, and Georgia, me with Reba, like she's actually riding her own horse, which is like fun. Is that her, she own, had her own horse? Because that is everything you want when you see Reba in a movie. She's got her side braid on with her Christmas what? garb and she comes up riding a horse. I was just like, this is it. I can die now. This is the moment. I know. Oh, I know. And that's her own horse now. It's her own just, horse. But what's wow. funny is this is my like fourth time working with horses on a set. And my first time went really bad. So I actually have like huge horse stage fright. Like yeah. I get very nervous to work with horses. But luckily, like this time... It was very calming. Um, yeah, on Vampire Diaries, a horse almost bit my face, like on camera. <gasps> there's a very like, if anyone watched, for anyone that watches the show, there's like Klaus draws Caroline a picture of her petting this horse, and they have this like big <laughs> moment where they talk outside. What people don't know is we had to step like ten feet away from the horse because they brought a horse that gets spooked by lights and noises. <laughs> But this is an acting horse. Yes, it's right. supposed to be like, I don't a understand. horse that's like an L.A. horse. The it's horse is not feeling it. The horse did not want to be pet by me. And it literally like went to snap at my face. And luckily, it I obviously did not get like snapped. And it was a very nice horse. But like, I'm, it, no yeah. offense, horse. Like, you're a beautiful yeah. horse. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I always get a little... Horse nervous maybe and then the second thing maybe, maybe from, from acting, acting acting isn't for you listen right. a lot you of casting directors have told me it's not for me but then it's like you hear this is going to be reba's horse and you're like oh god have they ever taken a class like <laughs> i know because then you're like is reba just shoehorning this horse in because she's reba but this was a well-behaved horse this was Wait, a well-behaved so horse I have really because we skipped over this and I really need to know the answer to this question. I know you had mentioned that they reuse some of the um, Christmas decorations, which was something I was always so curious about. And I wonder, Megan, if you guys could do it, a podcast episode at any point where you can watch a bunch of the Christmas movies, the Lifetime Christmas movies and figure out like what decorations have been yeah. reused where that would be fascinating. But then do they do that with all the wardrobe, too, or no? They don't reuse the wardrobe. I think some pieces, not like yeah. specifically highlighted pieces, but yeah. Like if Maybe you think like a about red scarf it. Or, yeah, yeah. It's wow. there's a Christmas closet that you pull yeah, from. Yeah, there's like a period sound stage where it's like, oh, okay, 1930s is here. 18, the gold rush is over yes. here. I'm sure there's like a modern Christmas. Christmas. Yes. <gasps> That's a dream. And this movie also needed a lot of um, military garb. And mm -hmm. I was curious if there were any actual military members like from the videos and stuff one of those women i was like she seems like she's really in the military talking Same. to her kids oh uh, there was someone working on set who was in the military who that was they were constantly checking with like hey is this how you know justin was asking like is this how i would stand i want to yeah. you know be respectful <laughs> to the military way and 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 yeah. be honest in the way that i'm portraying um this character um and then even down to the wardrobe like they've changed i guess the military wardrobe as of late so this is like brand new stuff that they got and oh, it's wow. very um true to what the military active military are wearing right now um so they really really wanted to respect um military members and and you know their service for our country and uh mm -hmm. and and show them in their true garb and also in uh true stature and manner 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's definitely an Addie's um, that that made it into the movie from the the general saying to Troy. Yes. And I, I love that the general is like, you you hear about him before you see him. You hear about him a few times. And then he comes in and he's just like such a big Georgia and Joe fan. <laughs> he's like <laughs> not a scary general at all and like wants a photo. And is like, you know, business-like, but it's like, it's an encrypted phone. Like I do, I do love like a figure that you're like, oh my gosh, like the wizard. Like, oh, is he going to be so scary? And then he just <laughs> loves like duet Christmas country music. <laughs> Who doesn't really? Who doesn't? I know. You know, generals, they're just like us. Just like <laughs> us. Just like us. There's a there's a lyric that I wrote down that I just thought was the best that I know when this music comes out, it's going to be in my head. It says, I swear the mistletoe is hanging low, whispering in my ear. I was like, writing yeah. it down. I love yeah. it. And it's so fun to watch them write the music as it comes to mind. I mean, it's exactly mm-hmm. what you would think when you see um, musicians. It's those, those quintessential moments of like, I need a writing tool. And then like feeling inspired again to write and... Um, this, this this movie has everything. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. And Candace, there's such an adorable moment where you and Justin um, start dancing together and you were doing the moves that your parents then couldn't do and you guys are following suit and doing them so well. And it was really cute. How long did you have to rehearse that? <laughs> Days and weeks. <laughs> no, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's like a two-step. It's very easy. Um, no, it's, not for everyone. <laughs> I'll show you later, Kayla. You're going to nail it. Um, no, it, it, it's it even uh, like that location is called Dark Horse Studios, which is a very famous studio here in Nashville. And um, it's out kind of a, like between like Franklin and Leapers. I should know exactly where it is. Um, and it's it, like so many greats have recorded there. It's just like sprawling property out in the country and there's cabins where you can sleep, you can stay, you can live there while you're writing and recording. And, you know, the tapestries on the walls and the ceilings, you know, none of that was set dressing. That's all just there. Oh, wow. And so that was the real fun thing, too, is being able to kind of get a mini tour of the city. Um, we got to we were at Belmont University for a week, which was really cool. cool. Um, and uh, just kind of being on that stage and 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 just knowing uh, what Belmont means here in Nashville and I know people that went there and um I have a family friend who went there and it's a school that focuses on preparing people to work in the music business is from my understanding like people go there if they want to be record producers managers agents in a way that I don't necessarily feel like Hollywood has the same thing mm. like you come out to LA and it's you know people went to probably 10 to 15 different schools. NYU, obviously. But it's like, if you work in country music, you probably went to Belmont. Um, And that sort of seems like, uh, I know a lot of people that go there with that end goal in mind. So I'm guessing that's where the snowball was filmed. Yes, that's where the snowball was filmed. Okay, two two other checklist things that seem like they have to be in a movie um, that Kayla's lyric reminded me of is Christmas tree shopping. Right. a must Mm -hmm. and also caroling and the Mm -hmm. thing is it's like i i definitely caroled in high school in choir we would go to retirement communities but i don't know if i've ever seen caroling out in the wild like people knocking on doors okay i'm gonna blow your mind i'm gonna blow your mind my parents growing up my parents threw a christmas party every single year and we went caroling 
My wow. my mom would hire a concert pianist at the party and then we would practice at the party. Everyone had their caroling book and we would practice the carols and then we would go out in the neighborhood and carol door to door. I'm not joking. Wow. And this was and like to, Christmas Eve? This was no, it was like the week before Christmas. Um okay, they would great. always have it this Saturday, the week before Christmas. And I mean, it was a massive Christmas party. And ever so as a child growing up, I thought that a lot of people did this and that people just normally at Christmas parties and when they felt inspired would knock on people's doors and sing Christmas carols. And we would do this. I mean, I think we did it for maybe 12 years in a row. I mean, wow. this was a significant Christmas party. And now that I'm an adult, I just laugh at how rare that is and how yeah. that just seemed so normal because you're right. It is in a lot of Christmas books, a lot of movies, a lot of everything. And so I just assumed, you know, that's what people did. No, that's some Norman Rockwell stuff for sure. Because <laughs> my family used to throw and still does sometimes a Christmas Eve party and there would be a pianist, but people would just be getting their buzz on. Like we were not. And like, yeah, maybe my dad would get drunk and sing, but we were not going door to door. Like it was, we are staying inside. But now I, now I want to like be invited. No, I'm not even a good singer, but I'm like, I want to carol. I've just seen it happen so many times. And there, there were some parallels in this movie almost to love actually like um oh. and and i guess that some of that is just christmas movies in general of like a rekindling it is a magical time mm -hmm. i i i got married less than two weeks before christmas oh. and i didn't i didn't want to have a christmas wedding necessarily like when we see the christmas wedding in there and there's poinsettias i was like that's my nightmare that's not what i wanted but that <laughs> i thought that was a father-daughter dance by the way and it was like, it was a groom and his bride um, but, but i wanted to have a wedding around christmas because i do feel like it's a magical time and mm. it is, I actually secretly, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly. This is really embarrassing. I, okay. So I believe in Santa and I don't, I don't think he comes to my house and I don't think he probably goes to your guys' houses, but I do think there is a magic around Santa that comes out at the holidays where magical things happen. I love this. This is your <laughs> lifetime movie, Megan. This is, this is oh your lifetime God. movie. We will recap this next season. You're giving Melissa like that. Okay, we got to get this lady off. And thank sign. you, Megan. It was so <laughs> no. nice talking with you. Happy holidays. Take your prenatal. There is no. something to be said about what you're saying. How, you know, just believing in the idea of good and someone being good then spreads more good throughout yeah. the world. And I do think that that, that you are right about that yeah uh, like there's just a little something in the air you know we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back in just a minute mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And we're back. Well, with Christmas lights on, on street uh-huh. lamps, and, you know, it's just the, even the, that simple thing just always gets me like excited for the holidays and just. And just taking a breath and maybe the finality of a year. Like, it, you yeah. know what I mean? The idea, like, <laughs> we're almost there. <laughs> like, for some sort of, like, it's okay just to sit and be cozy and, like, mm-hmm. be in PJs and still be wearing PJs at, like, noon and drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. And we all kind of get, like, a breath and a time to do that. Um, and to be with family. And, and, be with and family. you're right. It is the closing of a year. And there's that promise, albeit a false promise, a lot of times, that the next year is going to be the big one. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. yep. going to be the year everything gets back on track. And we're not <laughs> in it yet. So we can't even do anything to prepare for that. But hope and, yes, sit in our dirty pajamas. <laughs> and fall in love. And fall in love or back in love. Okay, but here's my question that I've always wanted to know. So you're shooting this movie in May, right? And that's like, so it's not cold outside. And maybe hot chocolate doesn't always sound good when it's still summertime. Were there moments that you would come home and have to remind yourself, oh my gosh, you're right, it's not December right now because you're living in it so much? Or did you feel almost like you could separate, like, okay, this is all... Well, this is going to be a great Christmas moment when it comes out, but it's not Christmas right now. Because I would think that you would almost sometimes forget that it's summertime mm-hmm. when you're shooting something like this. And I'll add to that. Are you worried that when we get to the cr- full swing of Christmas season this year, you're going to go, oh, no, I already did Christmas this mm. year. All right. So it was not like it did get hot in certain locations because... <laughs> They're old houses, you know, maybe mm-hmm. and you can't really work the air conditioner too much. And you are wearing a lot of uh, cashmere and sweaters and scarves. Mm. Um, but it was still springtime here in Tennessee. And actually, it was beautiful. Like all the magnolias were blooming on these like beautiful old trees on the property. Like it just was gorgeous. So it luckily wasn't like the like middle of summer. I think that that would be always a little bit more difficult to film with a bunch of sweaters on. But I thought I was going to kind of be annoyed by all the Christmassy stuff. I loved it. I loved it. You know, it's been a really tough year and a half, two years. And Mm -hmm. I loved going into a job in which like I got fake snow just like drizzled on my head on like wearing a a fluffy hat. And also after having a baby, I didn't want to wear a tank top. No, ma'am. Uh-uh. Like get... (laughs) I want long sleeves and a trench coat. Like, give me some boots. Like, I just you're like I was Megan. Thrilled. Give give you yeah. all the layers. Yes. You guys are gonna layers. have all the layers. <laughs> I love the infinity layers. scarf around my body, please. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so that was like a nice. Uh, I, I liked all the layers, um, and it was yeah. It's just I love the twinkle lights and I love mm-hmm. the trees. I love Christmas and. When my husband and I met and and like as we built our family and blended our family together, you know, I have two stepdaughters. And so and then like obviously now we have children together as well. And so but 
for those, you know, few first years, it was us kind of, it was actually a holiday that brought us together in a really beautiful way. And we discovered our um, own traditions. And so it actually was one of the chances where we all got really close. You know, we had whether it was like in we were in Denver and we'd always jump in a pool when it was really cold outside and snowing or we'd take Polaroids and make the Polaroids our Christmas ornaments. And and so I always wanted to be with like a lot of family during Christmas like that, like pumps me up. So Christmas in our family is always like been a really like I get excited for that time of year. So being able mm-hmm. to kind of like live it all over again. I was I was thrilled. I was like, yes, give me all the fake snow. Like, give me the Christmas carols. I'm here for it. Was this movie written with Reba in mind? I don't know. I okay. I don't know, actually. I have no idea. Just because I have no idea. they're real their relationship, you know, there are Faith Hill and Tim McGraw are a country couple. Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks are a country couple. So it is sort of, I guess, um, hip hop has has this version too. And, and well, and pop always has like whether the couples are real or not. Mm-hmm. But um, I just I was just curious, like, because Reba seems to fit in it so wonderfully. Do you and Reba text? Is there like a group thread <laughs> from the from the movie? Um, there have been texts, um, oh, but we wow. are very, I know guys, it's, but, uh, wow. but very busy. She's very yeah. busy. Um, You're busy. You're busy she's, too. Oh yeah. I'm so busy guys. <laughs> so busy. Um, no, but it, she couldn't have been again, like a, a brighter light to, you know, go and, and be around each day. And, uh, yeah. And she's like a comic, you know, like sitcom genius. Mm-hmm. So she's got mm-hmm. like. Oh my gosh, she was just cracking me up. And I'm glad she said it because I was thinking it, but like, I'm not going to say that. But she had to say, I wanted a nice Christmas, not an ice Christmas. And she would say it with her accent. And she'd say like, I want a nice, I wanted a nice Christmas, not an ass Christmas. And she's like, it sounds like I'm saying ass Christmas. And I was like, yes, it does. <laughs> it does. Thank you for acknowledging it because it's given me the giggles on the inside. And she's uh-huh. like, whatever. It j- I'm just saying, sounds like I'm saying ass Christmas. <laughs> I got to say, I did not notice that at all. But now that you uh, said that, I'm really eager to go back and see. And see it, it just gave me mind. such a giggle. And, and it's, a, it's so refreshing when it's like someone is not only incredibly talented, has just that like perfect timing and, <clears throat> you know, a whole career of that, but is also just so authentically who they are um, is just I don't think you I think that's what kind of icons and legends are made of. And and so it was so um, what an honor just to be in the same room with that, because I don't think you get to that's not, you know, all that common, I think, these days mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I have another question. OK, I keep thinking of all my little tidbits from it. OK, so the young couple that sings in Joe's bar. Love yes. them. I got real American Idol vibes from them. I'm like, we need to get, what is their story? The girl actually looked kind of familiar, but like, what's their, are they a couple in real life? They're obviously very talented singers. Mm-hmm. Give us, give us the tea on them. She's a musician. She sings. Uh-huh. And then her, her, that's really her husband and he's an actor. And so he was learning as they were going because he had to like play okay. the drums at one point. And he totally learned how to like mimic the drums just for this. And he was like, wow. cause she's like the singer 
and songwriter in the family. I have a feeling now that they're going to be a, du- a duet. Like this is just the beginning for them. They were so cute. They were so cute were and so talented. Cute. Okay, but so much of our holiday experience centers around music, movies, all this good stuff. They truly help us celebrate. So in honor of all this, I have a few Christmas trivia questions for the two of you. And we're going to see how well you know your Christmas trivia. Okay. Oh boy. Don't worry, they're oh, not man. that hard, I promise. Okay, it is the holidays after all, I swear. <laughs> I fail after I say Santa's real. No. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, Megan, after that. It's like, um, does that girl have a brain? Okay, yeah, okay. Question okay. one. Okay. Are reindeers real? Right. <laughs> In Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Um, Paris. And then number two, they're going to Miami. Wow, you girls are good. That's fr- that's right. Okay. All right. Next Damn. one. A Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real life department store. What is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Macy's. Macy's. Yes. And the lead man in that, like the character's name is Mr. Gailey. We have oh, the same like your last, last name. name. Yes, we have the same <laughs> last name. It's like the only there's like him and then a fired Dallas Cowboys coach. And that's it. That's all I got. Wait, so maybe yeah. you are like actually part of this whole Christmas story. Like, what if I'm an elf? That yes, they let I think I, you are. I am Will Ferrell. <laughs> We're figuring it out. <laughs> Who needs 23 and me when you can just watch Christmas movies and believe in Santa? <laughs> okay, this one's a hair harder. How many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? Three. Right? This one ghosts of yeah, Christmas four. past. Ghosts of Christmas Present and Ghosts of Christmas Future, and then like the Grim Reaper guy. I think it's the, oh, because of the Grim Reaper guy. This this okay. So four thing says four, but I'm okay. I mean, the fact that you but, also named them all. I mean, you're you're winning right now. And I don't think he's called the Grim Reaper, <laughs> but he is like the Ghost of Christmas Death or something. Something in like the Muppet that. Christmas Carol, he definitely looks like the Grim Reaper, and that's oh what I would yeah, be and Scrooge, he's really scary too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lastly, what holiday movie? Will we be watching this season? Christmas in tune. There you go. Christmas in tune. (laughs) Both of your faces are like, wait, what? That's right. (laughs) Christmas in tune. I just want Candace to start singing for us because she has a great, yes. great Is voice. And, yes. Well, Come yes. on, Belle. Christmas Belle. No. Christmas Belle. Didn't you watch the movie, Megan? Christmas yeah, Belle right. gets very, like a lot of stage fright and does not sing yeah. for anyone because of that one time when she was a little kid and she got dragged on stage and didn't go well. No. Um, and it, that seems that would be. Yeah, that would be very frightening for like a stadium to, to be here. Right. Like most of us were like in a living room, like la 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 la, and you're, yeah, you're at the Grand Ole Opry. I understand. Yeah, Bill. a lot of that's pressure. the that's the you know part two coming out is basically just digesting all the trauma of performing at the Grand Ole Opry the first time and parents getting back yeah. together. And yes, that's oh, the gosh, serious yes. stake. Well, Megan, thank you so much for joining us, for watching uh, Christmas in Tune. It was uh, really fun to be a part of, almost as fun as when we got to be a part of your podcast, um, I Love a Lifetime Movie. And we just are so thrilled to see your beautiful face again and so excited for your bundle of joy coming in 2022. Um, So really, you know, when we usually say like next year is going to be the best year ever, so much to look forward to, you actually get to say that and uh yeah. that's an exciting thing it's gonna be wild thank you both so much and i'm candace i'm so proud of you to go from a vampire queen to a christmas queen i mean that <laughs> is 
Right. That is range. Kayla, we need you to play like an angel next. Do you know? It is on. No, it was so fun. It was so fun to watch. If if anyone listening hasn't seen it yet, you have to check it out. Uh, The full title is Reba McIntyre's Christmas in Tune, starring our truly Candace King. She is fantastic in it. It is so much fun. And it is really, I think, going to be one of the good Christmas movies that are coming out this year. So it's going to be an instant classic. I think people are going to love it. And I know when I saw Reba was in something, it was circled for me big time. Mm -hmm. And then you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thank you. Well, thank you. It's out everywhere, guys. Megan, thank you so much. Um, Not only can you guys watch Christmas in Tune, but you can listen to Megan and Naomi's podcast, I Love a Lifetime Movie. It is so much fun. If you love Lifetime movies, especially this holiday season, you're going to get some really great recaps. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, we have to do this again. Let's do the next Uh, Lifetime movie. Of course. I'll bring Naomi next time. Yes. Yes. Deal. Well, now I just want a cup of hot cocoa and I want to sit and rewatch this and then rewatch all my favorite Christmas movies and really get into the spirit. I want to go caroling. Megan's <laughs> right. And what's funny is like I actually I've been caroling as well before um, in Denver. Joe has friends that literally that go house to house and you do the thing oh, where you knock same. on the door and and we've done it once. We're like, there was actually a Christmas party going on and, and there was a piano and then they started playing and then everyone's singing. And I was just like, what, what is this? And I'm like, am I in a lifetime movie? Nope. This is real life. So lifetime movie moments does happen in real life uh, during the holidays, which is, which is, I also think what makes the holidays so special. It's so true. And um, what I know that we always kind of talk a little bit about what our plans are for this holiday season. Um, and you know, the truth is last holiday season was really different. We were all kind of coming out of this massive pandemic that we're still in. And we did not think that we would still be in, but I can't think of a better way to celebrate than be vaccinated with my family in the same room. Last year, I was not able to be with family during Christmas. In fact, we actually had COVID over Christmas. And so even within our tiny little family, my husband and I were in separate rooms because I had it, he didn't. And so my Christmas was really, really, really um, lonely. And so this year, I'm so excited to be able to make new memories. And um, honestly, watching this movie has already started me on that path. (laughs) So I cannot wait to be with family. I think it's just going to mean so much more this year than it ever has before. Do you have one Christmas movie that you guys all watch collectively as a family? Like, is there one that you promised Tanner you won't watch without him or with like your sister or brothers or your parents? Our family tradition, every Thanksgiving, after we've cleared the table, everything, we all get our nightcap and we sit and watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That is, uh, we have always done that. You know the jokes are coming, but you're still laughing so hard. And so that is something that we've always done in my family. And so if we are with my family on Thanksgiving, which we're hosting this year, so guess what? Guess what's coming on after the dinner (laughs) is completed? Um, That's ours. How about you guys? Do you have one that you watch? Elf. Elf is, I mean, we we watch them all, oh, but the one that right. we make sure that we don't watch without everyone is Elf, usually. Mm-hmm. But Joe and I will start watching all the other ones. And then, you know, each kid will kind of pop in like, oh, actually, I want to watch Home Alone 2 this year instead of one and and, and stuff like that. But uh, what's the Christmas movie that you always say is a Christmas movie that actually isn't? You mean uh, the Christmas classic of Just Friends? 
Yes. Oh my God. This is this endless <laughs> uh, debate, Candace, that I have. I do not think that just because a movie takes place during Christmas and isn't a key part of the plot means it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> it is such a Christmas movie. There's a Bridget Jones Diary Christmas movie. No. When oh, Harry Met Sally Christmas movie. Do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? That's essentially no, what you're saying. Absolutely not. That's the only one that is not a Christmas movie. Shut it down is what I say. Every oh time Joe goes to put it on, I was like, no, no, not today. <laughs> not this year. Oh, but uh, so but that is it's, it's a real movie. ongoing debate. Yeah, but um, I know I know one movie we'll all be watching and that uh, a lot of our listeners will be watching. You guys make sure to check out Reba McIntyre's Christmas in Tune. It will have you snap in your fingers. It will have a big smile on your face and you will truly feel like the holidays have begun. Um, Candace, you were fantastic. It was so much fun to watch. Thanks, Kay. Thank you. It was so fun to be a part of. It was it was a nice a breath of fresh holiday air. Um, and and so I'm so excited. I, you know, for anyone that loves Christmas movies, it is like an ultimate Christmas holiday family movie that you can watch with your little kids and your grandparents and everyone in between. Um, I hope everyone enjoys it. And and thank you, Kayla. And thank you, Megan, um, for joining and watching. And Melissa, thank you for watching as well. And for <laughs> <laughs> um, taking this hour to celebrate a little Christmas fun. We hope that you guys liked this episode. Please enjoy Christmas in tune. Um, stay warm, stay safe. And we're going to have an all new episode of Directionally Challenged waiting for you next week. Till then. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Producer Melissa DeMonts. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Music by Joe King. And advertising partnership with Acast.